All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your I think on offense, man, you start first and foremost with Saquon. Um, man, he's going to be a big time challenge for us. I spent a great deal of time this summer studying and appreciating his tape. Um, had a great deal of respect for him when he came out of Penn State, uh, being a regional guy, um, but hadn't seen a lot of him since he's been in the league and an NFC guy. Man, this is a guy that's capable of really impacting the game in all circumstances. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, Mike Tomlin was talking about Saquon, uh, Saquon Barkley, and he is a stud. But the offensive line is not what it was. First of all, the yeah. very, my first thought listening to Mike was, hey, Mike, uh, can we borrow that tape you're yeah, watching? Yeah. <laughs> Could we see something? Right. I feel like we're flying blind right now. Right, 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 right. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, we, we we can't go in and watch film. Can't watch practice. Right. Can't Catch watch, watch film. <laughs> this, uh, is, this is getting like, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm feeling like kind of, I don't know, like nervous. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Because the you have an anticipation of things you can't anticipate. Right. You know, and I think early on, this game is going to be, and I wish, I so wish we were there in person now. Right. Because watching the machinations of what goes on on the sidelines early on, right. given the fact there's no video reference to anything yeah. that these guys do. And we're not going to watch, but we're, we're not going to be able to see the secondary. Uh, and, you know, I, I love watching the secondary because I, I love to point out the coverage it is. Sure. And, uh, you know, we're not going to be able to do that. Well, think even more basic. I mean, if if you're uh, Randy Feetner, yeah. okay, um, you're looking uh, over there and you're thinking to yourself, all right, what are they going to do when I go regular people? Fullback, running back, right. a tight end, couple wides. You know, well, you're going to have to script stuff, I would think, early on in my mind. Because remember how we used to – back in our day, they'd script the first series. Yeah, the first three yeah, plays. something like that. Yeah. But then but, – uh, Mike Holmgren – He uh, started the whole – He scripted the first 15 right. plays. Now, I now, think – was... Now, let me ask you this. Would it behoove you, if you're Randy Feetner, to script more plays with more personnel movement because you want to see a couple things? How they right. decide to respond and – if I run guys on and off early on, am I going to get any confusing uh, things going on on the opposite sidelines? 
Yeah, uh, you know, that uh, I think uh, Randy Feedner is going to go multiple looks uh, early in the game and see how the Giants uh, respond adjust. to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, think about it, Chalucci. If you go. You, your favorite, one of your favorite packages, the Thunder and Lightning. Okay, you got yeah. Vance McDonald, you got Eric Ebron. Well, you want to find out who's covering Ebron. Yeah. Okay, I mean, in the sense of this, is that a linebacker? Uh, is that a safety? Is it, you know, the 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 sixth guy down or something? I don't, you know, who's covering him? Yeah, because that is something you want to be able to exploit. And yeah. if not, maybe Vance gets something like that. So I, there's just a lot of things in my mind that are like they're ping ponging around, like yeah. Billy Blazjowski in Night Shift. That's Michael Keaton. So Mike uh, Holmgren uh, learned from Bill Walsh. Uh, Bill Walsh was the first coach to script 15 plays. And, uh, uh, you know, when I was in Green Bay, uh, Mike Holmgren scripted the first 15 plays. Okay. And then uh, we'd go over it the night before, and uh, we'd, uh, we'd be, uh, you know, on the same page. Sure. Uh, and, uh, you know, it well, was— Well, you got to think about the, what, what could possibly be out there. Right. You know what I mean? And here's the thing about it. Um, and like we were talking uh, in our pre-production meeting, because that sounds like really official, but you and I are just shooting the breeze here early. Yeah, we, we didn't have a pre-production <laughs> we, meeting. We don't, we don't do so well in pre-production meetings. But the fact is, um, you know, when when you think about it, uh, this isn't like the 80s with the 4-3, three, three, right. 4 the stack over Q, yeah. uh, the under, over, that sort of thing. I mean, you got variables of those, but this is really all about the, the personal matchups. Right. I mean, they are, they're getting there, and they're going, this guy, you're covering this guy, that guy, this guy. And the defensive fronts and stuff, they're, they're very similar, basically. Yeah. I, you know, I'm going to see – I, I want to see uh, the coverage – uh, the Giants use because their corners are not very they good. They got issues there. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I, I think they'll play more zone. You know, because uh, I don't think they're. Well, they're, you can exploit these weaknesses. I mean, their their top corner, that DeAndre Baker, he got himself in a load of trouble right. here. He yeah, got he, he got released. He got released. Uh, you got a line. One of their line, linebackers that started 13 games last year. He right. blew out something or other. Right. You know, you got issues uh, at the corners. You're, you're, they're throwing bodies out there. Yeah. You know, whenever you see bodies being brought in and thrown into, you got, you got issues there. Right. So this is the, the Steelers have, and in my mind, you've got an obvious ability to get after these guys, even if I, and, and given the crowd, the fact that they're gonna, do you see that the the crowd noise is gonna be lowered to seventy decibels instead of eighty? Why? Yeah, I mean, 80, 85 is like uh, a lawnmower. Yeah. 70 is like traffic or something. Well, you know what? You can come cranking out there and, and no huddle. You know, Ben going, you know, no huddle and, and, and take off. I mean, it's it's not something you normally would do in a visiting stadium right away. But, you know, interestingly enough, you go, maybe you do. So I, there, there's going to be crowd noise? Well, you know, that ambient sound like they had yeah. a practice. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, you know. Uh, you remember how uh, Chuck would say, "All right, uh, false chatter, false chatter," sure, false, yeah. you know, and we yeah. like, ah, yeah, yeah, let's go, la, 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 you know, that sort of thing, you know. And so they had that ambient noise like they piped in at the, you know, for the um, one scrimmage. practice they had, yeah, yeah, Friday night uh, yeah. lights. Um, but you know, I, I just don't understand uh, bringing in crowd noise. 
I, I just think you 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 got to be. That's uh, their attempt. Number one, I think it's for TV. Yeah. Because what they'll do is they keep the shots low level, so you don't see the empty cavernous stadium there. Uh, number two is the crowd noise because. Do you remember years ago, um, I, before we got into broadcasting, I believe, they tried a game where they had no commentary. Right, right. And they just showed the game. Yeah. That didn't go over so well. Yeah, they go over well. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I, to me, um, they're trying to have a crowd noise as versus, you know, just complete silence. Right. And the fact is, I think it helps in the fact that coaches could hear – Screaming going on in the opposite sideline. I, I think it. I, and you, you would have, you'd been screaming at some guy, you know, and everyone would go, Tonch, relax. I'm going to kill, I'm going to kill you. You know, and everyone turned around and go, no, no, take a chill pill, Tonch. Well, that was at Denver. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. every now and then you acted out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you know, I acted out. Had to calm you down a little. Yeah. Slow down. And Slow down, Black, buddy. Uh, Rob Blackledge <laughs> had to calm yeah. me down. Touch. Don't say that. You remember in the meeting room when you just you went ballistic yeah. over uh, Houston. Houston. Uh, Ray, what's his name? Childress. Yes, Rach. No, Doug Smith. Oh, was it Doug? No, no, no. It was Childress because yeah. um, you had a personal thing going on with Childress. And I remember Ledge was sitting by his table. He looked with these huge eyes at you. And he's going, hey, bro, 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 touch, touch. Now relax. <laughs> I'm looking at you like, you like a, what did I just say? I just like lost my mind for like 18 seconds. Yeah, because uh, uh, we we were uh, playing them in the playoffs in the last year. Right. Uh, they were cheap shot now, our guys. Right, yeah. right. And so <laughs> you're like, let's kill them. And I just remember Ledge just going, well, okay, slow down. Everybody, yeah, time out. Yeah, and everybody started laughing. So, at you. so um, <laughs> the ambient sound. Ambient sound. Yes. What, what's it going to be? Music or no? Crowd it's like noise? A, the the combination of you know rah 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 fall chatter stuff. Right. You know, and that'll be it. Yeah. Uh, they'll have, I don't know, a stadium announcer. I wonder if the stadium announcer dude will be on there. Right. You know right. how he would announce like uh, first and ten, second and five, and. That sort of thing, you know. Larry Richard does it at the yeah. Uh, Larry Richard, but uh, I, I think it'll be at uh, uh, the uh, stadium where the Giants play in East Rutherford. Yes, yeah, at, at MetLife. So yeah. all I'm saying is, I don't know if the stadium announcer dude for the Giants will be doing something there. Right. You know, I, I don't know. Will that come over the air? I, you know, again, these are all things I, I don't know. First of all, I, are the Giants even going to have people there? Because you know, I don't, I don't think, think so. Yeah, I thought they uh, they ruled out New York. Right. Uh, you know, um, the, the governor <laughs> outlawed anybody uh, over twenty five people or something going to yeah yeah you know events. So the fact is, uh, they're going to have ambient sound. They'll have two teams, and away we'll go. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is going to be kind of kind of crazy. Yeah. But I certainly think that uh, it's going to be. I, I can't help but be excited because you certainly, after all this long right. drawn out quarantine run up phase one, two, and three, we're at game time. Right. You know. Yeah, so and so tomorrow night, uh, uh, Houston versus Kansas City Chiefs. The and Chiefs is that where are they going to play? Do you know Kansas City? Kansas City. Okay, that's right because they're the defending champs. Yeah. So you would just think, man, I mean, Jack Stacks would be so good. 
Yeah. You know, that barbecue joint there was so good. And then we had that walk all the way down. Remember how we had to walk the hills and yeah, stuff like yeah. that because we were walking down there? And, and so you could burn a little bit of, you know, a little off, you know, while you're getting ready to have some grub. Yeah. I loved it. That, those burnt ends were tremendous. Yeah. Oh, were they good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, so, uh, you know, we're going to uh, see uh, Kansas City versus Houston tomorrow night, and uh, we're going to see – uh, the Sunday games, and then uh, we're going to do the Monday night games. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And then again, you never know what night games are going to be as we roll along here. Right. I. I you know. I. I do you think they're going to switch games around? Um, I suspect that at some point in time, um, something's going to rise that's going to cause a little movement, maybe. You know, one of the things, as we talked about yesterday, the, Roger Goodell says we have alternate plans right. in the event that somebody tests positive, that we have to either delay a game or cancel a game or however they need to move it around, and that they have some sort of measures to counter for the fact if some teams don't play a full, complete schedule. Right. I don't know how what that looks like. You know, I mean, to me, again, that's way above my pay grade. Right, right, <laughs> you know? right. Um, but certainly I'm glad that they have it in place, and you would think so. Yeah. I mean, they, they got a lot of protocol established. Um, they have been doing very, very well. I think they just had one recent guy test positive. But, I mean, amongst the 1,600-plus players, uh, I would think that's rather remarkable. So the fact of the matter is, uh, you know, we – as you look at the, what Goodell and the NFL is doing, I, I I think they've been very proactive in creating a right safe environment for right. the players. Right, right, right. And I, you know, the Oakley Shield. I keep uh, coming back. Yeah, to I got to I got to get a look at that. I'm more interested in the misting, but go ahead. The Oakley Shield. The Oakley Shield is uh, a, a shield that's a full length that's on the inside of your face mask. Uh, and so it's uh, not on your face. No, no, no. It's it's, it's on just on the face, face mask. mask. Yeah. Okay. Now that's more interesting. See, I for whatever reason I was picturing it's like a hood of some sort. No, no. Oh, you got it like uh, some. All right. So it's on the inside of your face mask. Right. But still, air would be coming down from the face mask. Right. I don't know. Well, you know. Uh, what they say about it? They say it was. Uh, they said that uh, uh, the. Players don't want to use it. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, but it it's. Uh, Is it a tinted visor type thing? I I don't think so. I I uh, I I saw it once um, on uh, NF, NFL Network. Okay, but um, I don't think it's uh, uh, it, it's I I don't think it's tinted. Okay, all right, because it's it's almost kind of funny you think about it because the NFL has been outlawing. You know, uh, the face shields and the tinted yeah. face shields. And they were after James Harrison for so long to get rid of that. Now yeah. now they're instituting something at least similar to it. Well, you know, it, it it's uh, it player safety. It yeah. yeah, yeah. No doubt about it. Now, the only problem is you got to get squeegees out there. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> That's why I never wanted to wear those well, things. Right, right, because they fog up. Yeah, they fog up. You get, and me, I sweat, I sweat like a pig. You know, I mean, you get that sweat flying around there, and then you you have distorted vision. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, and and um, well, you know, I I just think that uh, the players, if they fog up, the players won't use them. Yeah. But if they don't fog up, I think the players will use them. 
Probably. Yeah. I, I would expect as long as they don't hamper the breathing at all. Yeah. Do you, do you, that's no, the thing. I, that, I don't think it's going to hamper the okay. breathing. I think the masks are going to hamper the breathing. You mean the ones that touch the skin? Right. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I would agree with that. For whatever reason, these Oakley shields, I was picturing as being something more similar to that which would touch the skin rather than that that went on the inside of the face mask. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. All, well, right. all right. That's good. I'm good with that. All right. We're going to take a break. Uh, 412-919-1316. When we come back, we're going to take your calls. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. And you are in the locker room. You know, I think that's going to be determined as he finds his footing um, as an assistant. Um, and, and the first week is probably not a good opportunity for that. The same can be said with Ike Hilliard uh, at wide receiver. We don't care where good ideas come from in terms of the formulization of plans and uh, developing our personality. But the new guys, particularly as a positional coach standpoint, they have some some challenges that pertain particularly to the to the job that they were hired to do, and that's the readiness of the people that they coach. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So Mike Tomlin was talking about the two new assistant coaches, uh, Matt Canada and Ike Hilliard. Right. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, the one of the things that I admire about Mike he lets them uh, uh, contribute. Yes. Uh, and he, he doesn't want it. You know, he said, we don't care where good ideas come from. Right. Uh, we just want them. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I, I find that uh, that's a great management style. Right. I mean, that's what a head coach needs to do. You hire yeah. people for the express purpose of them developing talent over their particular uh, positions and at the same time bringing ideas to the forefront. Right. You know, I often remember I, I thought it was – it was great. John Kolb was was participating as a defensive line coach, right? And came up with the you know the Eagle Week, Eagle Strong, Double Eagles, yeah. three four variations that was accepted by yeah. the coaching staff. And I think that says to you know the the head coach, it's about having a little humility, a little yeah, empty cup, Chuck, and being willing, yeah. You know, to accept ideas that come from other craniums besides your own. And so Tony Dungy was the de- defensive right. coordinator. And, you know, we, we had a uh, – I, I liked it. Uh, yeah. I, I liked what they uh, put in. And, There's no question. And it's got to make if – you, if you're on a staff where everything is regimented and there's no input other than, you know – particular people like a defensive coordinator yeah. we're doing this an offensive coordinator we're doing this the head coach saying no we're going to do this um i think that it's those are the staffs that don't stay together real long right right you know you learn from whatever you can in a position like that but then you move on yeah. because you want to be able to have input 
Right. You know? Um, so, so Colby went to, to uh, New Jersey to talk to Joe Joe, Joe Klecko. And, you know, he was uh, uh, he had that bull rush, and he taught it. Uh, and Joe Klecko taught him how that he bull rushed. Right. They bull rushed. He and Gastonaw and uh, right. uh, Salam and uh, Marty, Salam. Ly- Marty yeah. Lyons. Yeah. Ab- uh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, because they were the New York Sack Exchange. Right, right. And they did a good job of that stuff. Yeah. You know, that's something we haven't heard much about either yeah. um, coming into this game. You know, the head, the, the flying headbutt is yeah. supposedly, to my last knowledge, a thing that the rules committee said uh, no more. So you know, I, I heard that the Giants did Oklahoma drill. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I, Are you I, sure? I, I don't. I, I'm not sure. But uh, uh, today... In, that's so dinosaur, yeah, man. Yeah, that's just that's Jurassic yeah, Park stuff. Yeah, and uh, so uh, <laughs> I, I, w- I wish we were on the field because oh, yeah. I, I could go ask Joe Judge. Did you guys do hey, Oklahoma? Hey, yeah, I want to know. Did you, you, a little bit of Oklahoma? Oklahoma, not the play. Uh, yeah, all right, not the Rodgers and Hammerstein version. Oh, there. Oklahoma, <laughs> with the exactly. Yeah. So and, so uh, you know what? What we're gonna look at the roster. Uh, so the uh, quarterbacks are Ben Roethlisberger, Mason Rudolph, and Josh Dobbs. Okay, we're looking at our roster. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you confused me. Yeah, and Dev- I thought we were looking and at the Devlin other roster. Hodges is uh, on practice. Practice squad. squad. You know, and Ben said uh, he went three days last week, and he said I need some time to give it a rest. A uh, little fatigue and uh, some soreness, but it's amazing how fast it bounces back. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, Friday's a half a day and Saturday's a travel day. And uh, th- those kind of scheduled days off, I think, is going to be perfect. No pain and discomfort. He is all the way back. He has no indications that he lost arm strength. And that's what Randy I think Feeder it's stronger. Said. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you we talked about this a couple weeks ago. He was in a one of the practices and he let a goal route go yeah and he said it couldn't step into the throw and i thought it was going to be short and there it was right yeah. on spot on yeah so i think his arm strength is uh coming back and the fact that he can what he threw like three days in a row yeah i mean really threw the ball too so and he looked terrific randy said he hasn't shied away from deep throws uh you know we've taken several it wasn't like i was unable to make uh down the field you know he was talking about uh, I wasn't able to step into the throw last week. Right. But it was a good throw, and yes, it hit him in stride. that's what I was just talking about. Yeah, yeah. Ben thought it was going to be short. Yeah, and yeah. so the fact is his arm strength right. was good. Yeah. You know, and I, I think it's continued to be at a nice high level. Right. I love the fact that he says, you know, just the scheduled days of, you know, Saturday travel day or whatever, yeah. uh, Monday or Tuesday, whatever it is, half a day, those are those are enough. Now yeah. I don't have to do the no day on Wednesday, uh, right. Thursday, and Friday. You know what? I think that's good for the offense. It's good for the timing. It's good for um, Ben to be able to do that, uh, especially given his lack of you know not being there last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go to the phones. Uh, we got CR in Chicago. CR, welcome to the locker room, brother. Hello. CR? Okay, CR may be uh, taking a siesta. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, we well, got somebody else? We'll go to Ed in Cleveland. Ed, welcome to the locker room, brother. 
Hey, guys. Good morning. How are you? Doing fine. Uh, uh, first thing first, in the words of one of your heroes, Wolf. Yes. Are you ready for some football? <laughs> yeah. How about it? Yeah, yeah, we're ready, man. We're ready. We're ready. We're ready around here. You know, Ed, um, Ed, you know, he name drops like Hank Williams oh, Jr. He, oh, Ed. He, I had lunch with him. Did I tell you that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yesterday, and yesterday's conversation, it's funny that you were going to take CR before me, but yesterday, CR said something about six, the number six. I swear to you, Wolf, first thing came to my mind. That was, I, I swear to you, it was. As soon as he said it, Bobby came to my mind, and then you said it. I was yeah, like, how about that? Simple He's minds got to know, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just, I, just, I just couldn't believe it. I, I couldn't, it, it just came there. And, and he was right six days before the game, but exactly. Hey, Bobby. Ed, I love Bobby. the fact that yeah. you and I thought the same thought should worry you far more than it worries yeah, me. It does. It does. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Hey, Ed, and then touch. Yeah. Go ahead. Go, go ahead, ahead. Go, go ahead, ahead Ed. We, go we, ahead. My my thought was I, w- I was just going to say to you that it, it, did you ever did you ever have the thought of getting into coaching? It was was that ever in your in your in your train of thought or well, was radio just so much easier? You know, um, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Mike Holmgren offered me a job when I left Green Bay, well, Detroit, and then Detroit. Bill Bobby Cowher Ross. Here? Bobby Ross offered me a job. You know, because I, I was uh, I, I went to. Uh, Half the teams in the NFL to teach them to punch, uh, and uh, and uh, many re uh, you know Detroit. I went uh, several years, and Bobby Ross when uh, uh, when uh, oh, they lost their offensive he was up line. In Detroit. Yeah, yeah. When they lost their offensive line coach to New Orleans, uh, he offered me a job, and then um, uh, Millen offered me a job. And then uh, the almost the the job I almost took was uh, uh, when Cower offered me a job, but I kept praying about it and fasting, and uh, and and I, I I didn't feel good about the job. And uh, what 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 happened was uh, a couple of years later, Sharon got sick with cancer, and, uh, and yeah, sorry yeah. to hear that. Yeah, and and so uh, and then. Greg Williams offered me a job at Buffalo, uh, and uh, uh, yeah, you know, I remember when he was there. So I, I you know, I, 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 I thought about coaching, but uh, you know, I don't. But he have, had to fall to what he always talked about. When you have no other, like, you know, you, and you have no other operational skill, you go into broadcasting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I'm glad you guys took the path that you did because I love listening to you guys every year. I mean, I just yeah, well, thank day, you. Even if I'm not calling, I'm listening every single day. And Thank- another question I just had: Are they going to announce publicly it, who tests positive for COVID, or are they just going to keep that within the wraps of each team? Are I don't know? know. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to turn out. Uh, as of right now, they have not announced like the latest test. But here's the thing: if a guy suddenly disappears from the roster, uh, right. what, what do you expect? Yeah, he's got an ankle. Yeah, he's I mean, got an ankle. Or yeah, I, I don't know how that's going to work. You know. You know that that that's what I was wondering. All right, guys, this I want to let some other guys. I'm hoping I'm hoping I get my direct TV right, and I'm hoping I'm watching you guys on on Monday and Tuesday. We'll see our Monday and Saturday. Sounds good, brother. I get my days right. Yeah, that's all right. We'll talk to you. We're all quarantined out, man. We're all confused. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Me too. Thanks, Ed. All right, brother. Thank you guys. Have a good one. Thanks, right, Ed. Man. God bless you. 
Uh, let's go to Robbie in Raleigh. Robbie? Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, yeah. praise the Lord, guys. How you doing? Hey, man. Hey, doing great, brother. What you got? Great. Well, I'm, I'm, I I just got through talking to the doctor's office, too, uh, Wolf, because I, I was thinking Bubby Brister, too. So that's about <laughs> thinking of life we got a lot of guys <laughs> thinking similarly here, you know? I, I know. I know. Hey, listen, the, uh, ambient noise, I'm wondering, are, are they going to do that from the television audience, keeping them from hearing what's really been said <laughs> by the players on the field? Because I'm pretty sure it's not too good to listen to some of the talk. Uh, in the conversation. Yeah, no, no. you're talking about listening to the actual versus the the players yelling at each other and yeah. stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Things being said, yeah. yeah. Well, it's good that Tunch that. isn't playing, see, you know, because I, I was his second conscience there. It was like, Chaluch, yeah, it's cut, t- cut it down, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that. Hey, listen, do you guys, now, Terry Bradshaw, did he call his own plays? Uh, yeah, yeah. In, in in the 70s he did. Uh, and, Up until and, and then Monday the night early, in the early '80s, he he didn't want to call it no. his plays anymore. You remember we were in Dallas, yeah, yeah. When he uh, he and Webby got into it, and yeah, he said he's done calling plays. Yeah. Okay, I, and I was wondering because I I, I don't hear a lot of uh, former Steelers or anybody talking about if anybody demanded the football. I know Swan and Starworth was in good competition. Did he have any linemen to say, hey, run behind me? You need to run behind me. I remember Franco doing it one time, uh, demanding the ball. Yeah. But is anybody in that era, do you know? Offensive linemen weren't like ball? that. No. Well, what okay. offensive linemen would say, what well, we would say, let's run the ball. Right. Okay? Because we always thought of ourselves as a, a one unit. Yeah. You know, we're all together, all for one, one for all. There was no, hey, run it behind me. No, that wasn't the point. Gotcha. So, you know, oh. uh, when uh, uh, John Stallworth uh, thought he wasn't getting the uh, uh, passes from Bradshaw right. as uh, Lynn Swan was, Lionel Taylor, the wide receiver coach, said, well, buy him a shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My son and my wife are, are cowboy fans, so you guys keep me in prayer. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> yes, brother. How did they <laughs> fall into such unrighteousness? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, man, I don't know. I'm going to ask the doctor when I talked to him the other day about me and you're thinking the light wolf. I'm going to talk to him about that to see uh, what in the world happened. How did they become cowboy fans? I just don't know. <laughs> uh, but but my, son, my son pointed out to me the other day, and, and it's really amazing. He, he was like, Dad, you guys are going to have a really good defense this year. And I'm telling you, man, when I look at that defense that we got this year, barring injury, yeah, guys, it's, it's going to be mind-blowing. We yeah. have some studs yes. um, on, on, on this defense. Do you, do you, how, how do you feel about that? How do you oh, feel about I, you know, I, I, am, I feel great about it, uh, Robbie. Uh, you know, I, I think Bud Dupree is going to have a big year. I think uh, – uh, Cam is going to have a TJ big year. Uh, TJ, Stefan, yeah. uh, Devin Bush, and Vinny. Yeah. yeah. Vince Williams. Hey, I, you could have the oh, best yeah. front end yeah. going. Yeah. And these guys. Yeah. You know? And, and, and uh, um, uh, you know, and the back end, they're, they're great. Steve Nelson. I love Steve Nelson. And mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Hayden. And, we got two uh, lockdown corners. Right, right. I can't right. remember the last yeah. time we had two lockdown corners outside right. of the 70s. I know. Yeah. I know. 
wow, that is awesome. I mean, I'm so I'm telling you, I'm really excited about this team. I, the way this team is shaping out, it reminds me of the '90s Giants, and especially when uh, we picked up the punter from the um, from the Chiefs, because great defense, great special teams, um, and we want to run the ball. I lo- that's still a football to me. Yeah, and I can't wait, guys. I I really can't wait. But but listen, I I I know other calls want to get in. I appreciate you guys. Love listening to you guys. I even took. They should. Monday's a national holiday to me since we're playing. I even called my uh, <laughs> part time job uh, and, and requested a vacation day. <laughs> there I, you a, go. I'm I, I'm a retired guy, but I got a part time job. People ask me, well, why are you working part time? I tell them. Well, when I retired from the police department in 2016, my, you know, my wife had the honeydew list. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I tell people I got a part-time job so I can get some rest. <laughs> <laughs> so, Robbie. Robbie, thank you for your thank, service, thank brother. You Glad you're service. retired and healthy. We love you, Robbie. Thanks, thank brother. You. I love you too, guys. God, All right, God, brother. God bless you. All right, All right we're going to take a break, and we're going to be back with more stuff. He's Wolf, I'm Touch, and we at the top of the hour – yeah, Jim Wexel. Jim Wexel. Wednesday Wexel. That's right. So, how did you? How, how much did you weigh? Weigh in Wednesday. When we come back, we'll we'll get to that. All right, <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> Jitters every time we walk out of tunnels, at least for me, speaking for myself. Um, but but especially um, the first time you walk out in a season or the first time you walk out, particularly in a circumstance such as this uh, with no preseason, I think I'm really just focusing my energies on using that angst or anxiety in a productive or an appropriate way and, and working through it and, and, and finding comfort through work. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, Mike Tomlin was talking about the anxiety uh, of walking out uh, the first game, especially with our preseason games. Right. And, uh, you know, he's going to use that for the good. Uh, but, uh, it's, it's, uh, well, you know, you have anxiety, you know, and when you have anxiety, sometimes you tend to eat a little bit, you know, and then of course you have those moments when you get on the scale on a weigh in Wednesday and all of a sudden, what do you weigh? 301. We had a little setback. We had a little setback. Jacob's enjoying this moment far too much. So, <laughs> look, they're getting angry now. They're getting angrier. Back over 300 pounds. Yeah, but 
with just 301. Come on, man. You know, I had a little bit extra granola last night. <laughs> this, this is hilarious. Yeah. Granola. Man, the whole crowd is, is really, really against me. Yeah. <laughs> so, good uh, job, yeah, we. It, it, oh, that was funny. Yeah, Jacob. Good so, the job. point is, you know what? You got a lot of anxiety coming out of the tunnel, like right. Tom was talking about. This is going to be unlike anything we've ever witnessed in the history of the NFL. Right. Uh, this is the circumstances surrounding this whole offseason and this whole thing about, as Jerry Dulac pointed out, there's there's coming a validation of what your thought process right. is ours. Yeah. And it's not just. Um, the coaches, right? I mean, it's the people surrounding also that all of us have our own opinions and it's really kind of interesting to see, you know, who's going to validate and who's going to maybe not validate our opinions. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're talking about the, uh, roster and we're we're talking about the running bats, uh, James Conner, Anthony McFarland, Jalen Samuels, Benny Snell, and Derek Watt. Uh, and uh, James has uh, returned to Pro Bowl form. He looks uh, terrific. Yeah, he looks shifty, powerful, quick. Some great tats. Uh, yeah, yeah. And Benny Snell <laughs> is number two behind James. Benny yeah. Snell has had a very productive offseason and a very productive camp. He came in, and um, everybody noticed right away he slimmed down. Yeah. And um, when you slim down like that, you increase – Obviously, your speed, speed and your your zigzag ability, but at the same time, uh, he still looks like he can run with power. Yeah, I, I think he's going to get a number of snaps. Yeah, I would expect so. Again, one of the ramifications of no preseason that we've talked about, yeah, is the fact that guys aren't battle tested. Right, you have scrimmages. Well, those scrimmages aren't they're not very long, and they don't yeah. really. You know, it's not like you're going to go. What happens if we have like uh, like we had in uh, Houston? Remember when we had like a 13-minute drive? Right. On almost the whole second quarter? Right. I'm trying to remember how many plays. That was like 23 plays. Yeah. It was ridiculous. I mean, that sort of circumstance that, that arises, that's not something you figure in your scrimmages. So that anxiety also exists for the players knowing, uh, am I ready for a full four quarters? Yeah. Uh, so Jalen Samuels is the utility guy. You can move him around. You can play him on the slot. You can play him wide out. Yeah, I'm interested in seeing what his special team's productivity is because right. I, will say, I will say this. One of the things I noticed was um, him being very productive during uh, some of the live special teams. Um, you know what, Jalen Samuels adding to his uh, you know ability to contribute. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, and Anthony McFarland, he's got good vision, good quicks, good power. And, uh, you know, great jump cut. And, uh, you know, but uh, he's got to get used to playing in the NFL. This is where the the rubber meets the road. And are these guys able to engage right away with their abilities, given the fact they're on a big platform? Now, having said that, you realize there's very little people there. Yeah. (laughs) It's not like you're playing in front of 80,000 screaming nuts at MetLife Stadium. You know, so uh, are they going to be more or less productive? Some people, some players, they really get off on uh, the crowd, the enthusiasm, all that stuff. And some guys say that they play better when there's not the pressure of the crowd. Right. So I'm I'm interested in see who rises to the challenge and and who doesn't. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Oh, crazy. Uh, But I, I think you're nervous 
regardless. Yeah, because no, it's, no a, question. It's, it's a big game. I would think everybody is, but at the same time, um, the anticipation of no crowd. Right. I'm, I'm trying to really figure in my head what I would feel like because one of the things I remember was in one of my first preseason games as a Pittsburgh Steeler, being out there and a timeout on the field and then looking up and realizing there's a huge crowd. Right. Unlike anything I'd ever witnessed at Syracuse University, you know, and you, I know that uh, the, the, the bus league. <laughs> The bus league didn't have so big. So just to be cognizant of the fact, there's a lot of people looking out here right, right now. Right. And, you know, that's not going to exist. And for some guys, I just wonder, you know how it is. Um, the difference between a few RPMs and many RPMs, right. it's it's self-generated. Yeah. You know, Chuck always used to say, "Don't." it's not emotion, it's enthusiasm. Right. Enthusiasm Passion. is... It's that self-generated mental RPMs that you bring to the game, the passion that you bring, the ferocity, the intensity. And I just wonder who is going to be professional enough to maximize that and who's not. Yeah, I think Eric Ebron because he was uh, very boisterous, very uh, vocal in in camp. Yeah, he always he seemed to be having a good time and. He seemed to be one of those energy bringers, enthusiastic, uh, yeah. you know. Um, so I would imagine, you know, no problem there. I think some of the young guys are going to be, you know how we had that, you know, you had that doubt, you know, until you got out there in the preseason. Yeah. You know, you, you kind of like go, am I capable of this? Can yeah. I do this? Yeah. You know, and then you get out there and you realize it's football. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Let's go to the phone. CR from Chicago. CR, are you back with us? Where'd you go? I'm I'm like, Wolf, I had some technical difficulties (laughs) this morning. (laughs) Life is tough, isn't it, CR, for us old guys? Tell me about it, brother. Oh, man. But but you know what? When you're hanging out with fools like y'all, I mean, hey, it it makes it just that much more fun. At least we all go down together. That's right. We can laugh at each other as as if everything's going down. Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, it's a, it's a privilege and a pleasure to you know speak to you guys this morning, and I always like to give a shout out to to some of the cohorts, man, the hardcore people like Juan, South Carolina, Robbie, and 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 Riley. You know the, these guys coming on and making their comments. I mean, it's just it just makes the show just that much better, man, because you got so much interaction. Uh, what are your comments on on your favorite calling people? I, I you know I love uh, I, I love callers. Uh, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, CRU, Robbie, Juan, uh, Ed from Cleveland, you know, uh, you know, it just, um, uh, it, it, it brings a different perspective. And so we can comment on the different perspective and, uh, that, that's, uh, uh, encouraging and that uh, makes the show better. You know, CR, the interesting thing is when we first came to Pittsburgh, one of the beautiful things about it was the people up at training camp, they, they immediately, you know, you, you started to meet people, fans, and it was a very, the organization has always been a very much uh, touchable, hands-on type of organization. And I remember, you know, people would come up and show me pictures of their Steeler rooms, you know what I mean, and yeah. and then oh, yeah. then years later I got people come up with pictures of 
me with them when they were kids. Right. You know, and here I'm the, now I'm the old guy, right? But they're laughing and we're talking about the fact that just coming off the field. And I remember one lady said, you looked, you, you didn't look very happy here. I go, well, yeah, it's during training camp, during two a days. And we just come from conditioning. I wasn't very happy then, yeah. you know, um, but the, you know, then it just keeps going on and you, the Steeler fans become those calling in like yourself. And to me, we all have a, a, a similar love. It's the Steelers. It's football. Yep. You know, it, and it's it's a beautiful thing to be able to enjoy, discuss, and, right. and you know, talk about. Yeah, it's that common denominator. Yeah, yeah. That's why we're not a. We know we're a nation. We're a family, an international family nation of, of Steelers, and that's uh. You go anywhere in the world, man, and, and you know you gonna find a Steelers fan, man. You probably go up on the moon and be some flags up there. Here we go, Steelers. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, one of the things that's beautiful is the fact that I'm sitting here with a guy who was born in Istanbul, Turkey, talking to a guy who was born in Chicago, and we're talking about Steelers. We're talking about uh, guys that we played with. John right. Kolb was from Oklahoma. Mike Webster was from Wisconsin. You know, I mean. Tomahawk. Yeah. I, you know, and it's beautiful. You got all people from around the nation who, you know, come together over their love for football, whether you played, whether you're a fan. It's all part of the same thing. And it doesn't matter race, creed, religion, what have you. It's all about the fact yeah. that you have a love, a similar love for the Steelers. Yeah. And a uh, similar love for your friends and yeah. your brothers. Absolutely. I think a lot has to do with the first 33 years when uh, when the Steelers were like, you know, the doormats. And then right. all of a sudden, you know, everybody was crying. Not crying, but, you know, just... The lovable losers is what they used to call them. You know, yeah, losers, right. And then and then all of a sudden when that thing turned, all that love, all that frustration, all that stuff just balled over and came out. Plus the fact that when Pittsburgh um, lost the, the steel mills and people started just, you know, going all over the place, all over the country, military, et cetera. Yes. Uh, and then you got, now you got four and five generations deep. Yes. So all that's, all that's exciting. But, uh, hey, talking about football, um, well, uh, you guys, okay, th this whole year, this whole thing is, is never been done like it is being done now. It's so unique. So everything we're saying is kind of like in anticipation because really, we won't really know what's going on until tomorrow night and for the actual feel. Now, where are you, feel of the game, I should say. Where are you guys going to physically be doing the game? Well, we're not traveling. We're, we're going to be in Heinz Field. Are you talking about tomorrow night or yeah. the game night? Game night. Well, I'm talking about, I'm talking about tomorrow night. No, he's talking tomorrow night. Oh, well. The Thursday night game. I'm going to be in my double-wide fat guy chair that was once Tunch's dad's chair, and his mom bequeathed it to me, and I got this double fat guy wide chair. I love it. So that's where I'll be yeah. watching football tomorrow night. Oh, well, I was talking two things. One, we won't know what's going on in the actual play of the game and the feel of the game until tomorrow night. And then two, what are you guys going to be doing on Monday night? Are you oh. going to be uh, at Heinz Field? You're going to be Heinz Field. field? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Heinz Field. So they're we'll not, see what happens. They're not letting us travel. Yeah. Okay. And uh, hey, Wolf, you yes. got to stop calling uh, Touch a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll just say this: when I first met him and we got talking, he said my mom was Miss Turkey, and I didn't have the heart back then in the in the early '80s to say that uh, it was a saying back then. Oh, you're such a turkey, you yeah. know. So I didn't yeah, say nothing. Yeah. I'm glad I kept, but I, I zipped it. By the way, his mom was beautiful and is beautiful today, but she was uh, definitely Miss Turkey back yeah. in the day.
All right, we got to take a remember. We got to take okay. a break. In the, main, in, the, in the meantime, in between time, here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Hey, guys, take care. We love you. Thank love you, you Love you, too, Much CR. Love, brother. All right, we're going to take a break, and then we'll have Jim Wexel from Steel City Insider next. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. We're back. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. And this is game week. And we are so excited. And we are so excited to have our good buddy, Jim Wexel from Steel City Insider, uh, having on the uh, on our guest list uh, well, Wex, how are you doing? I'm doing great, guys. Uh, I tell you, it's hard to believe the game week's here. I I didn't really think it would happen. Right. Isn't that kind of like, it's amazing. I mean, we, we all went through, everybody's gone through the, the, the quarantine thing, and everybody was doing whatever they were doing. And, you know, whenever we got together and talked a little bit, you still wondered, is this actually going to happen? Well, not only is it going to happen, it's about to happen. And I, that's that's exciting, man. I know. The whole time it's like, all right, well, just plod through this. Go do this difficult practice. Don't get interviews. Do your work. Right. Uh, it's you're, you're probably going to get bad news later, but just just do as you're told and keep. And here it is. Boom. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited. And I got to tell you this. I'm looking on Steelers.com, and first thing you see is one of the first things you see is Bob Ben. Ben says, I'm going to be shaking like a leaf. I find that interesting coming from a 17 year veteran. Do you not, Wex? Absolutely. I was going to ask you guys, what do you make of that? This, is, <laughs> this isn't the first time he's talked about how nervous he was. Yeah. Or, or but, is. You know, Wex, we all were nervous. You know, you, you get nervous. Uh, uh, I, I think the only one that was n- never nervous was Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> but that's been like Ben, too. Why wouldn't he say last year he was nervous? He's playing the stinking Patriots, you know? Yeah. Yep. Now he's playing a 4-12 and team. I understand the injury and all, but he keeps bringing that up, and it's He's probably going to have a perfect game, you know. Probably, you know. the The interesting thing is when when I blew up my ACL and I, they cut it out, I came back and and played. The, like I said, the hardest hit I had was the very first hit during a padded practice. Yeah, um, it scared me. You know, I mean, you you're like, you don't know if it's going to hold up. And I think so much of his anticipation slash anxiety has to be along the lines of. Is, is my arm? Yeah, is my arm going to hold up when I really cut it loose with the the, the huge mental RPMs I'm going to go into the game with? You know, maybe that's why they're starting Banner. Just <laughs> a joke. Just a joke, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. I like that. Totally threw me off base. Uh, sorry about my dog. I'm going to let her out. That's all right. That will be enough of that. It's a family it's show. Jack this is the way it goes. <laughs> Big Zach Banner fan, and she's furious at me for that little joke. <laughs> I'm I'm excited if it's true that Zach's starting. I don't know. Somebody asked that on um, the Zoom of Ben today. I don't. I haven't seen the report. But then again, I I really don't look for news anymore, unless you know Wolf sends me a story. That's about it. <laughs> um, so you think but, Zach's uh, starting? Did did they announce it? That somebody. 
Somebody asked Ben, what do you think of the report today that Zach is starting? So, and hey, did, did he I have an know. answer? I didn't go look it up. Oh, he, but... he, he said, I, I don't know. I, okay. And somebody else said, uh, uh, you know, something like, what do you think of the uh, all, all the stuff that uh, Matt Canada, you might do that Matt Canada has done at Pitt? And Penn says, I don't know anything about what you're talking about. I'm not, I'm not answering that question. The news was giving given away in the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's frowned upon, and uh, and and so he didn't fall for that, and he didn't get he didn't go for the Zach Banner thing. And um, well, I found it interesting. You know, let me ask you this: Didn't Mike say either or? First of all, he said or um, in the too deep, right? That came out the official too deep, and then yeah. when he was asked in his Zoom call, he still referenced it as being either or, correct? Yeah. Yeah, maybe somebody looked at the depth chart and just went with the first name instead okay. of the, seeing the or. I, I have no idea. But, you know, for one thing, I think Zach has – I don't want to say he's worked harder because I don't know how hard Chip yeah. worked or didn't work. But I do know Zach worked very hard. Right, right. yeah. Right. And he, he is down – He's down to 330, 330, man. You know, he when he got here, he was 400 pounds. Right. Yeah, and and uh, you know, and one of the things I think, because I was talking to him, I I saw him setting out. He, you know, one of the things he did was he took a vertical set, and then that wasn't working. So I told him set out to to uh, set out to the defensive end or outside linebacker because you dictate where you're going to be the contact. If you vertical set, he dictates where. Uh, there's going to be contact, and so, and I told him, punch, 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 and uh, he's he's been punching well. Well, good. I also like what he did emotionally, mentally, spiritually, whatever you want to call it. He got off social media and started reading uh, mindfulness uh, stuff. Uh, he did exactly what I've been doing, so I really found it interesting. And he said Al Villanueva pointed it out to me about screen time. And I also read a study this summer about the screen time and how it's hurting everybody that you're doing work on your laptops. And and this speaks to a writer a lot. Uh, You're doing work and then you say, wow, that paragraph was exhausting. What's on what's on Facebook? Did anybody like my last post yet? And every time you click on Facebook, they say, on average, you are distracted for 20 minutes. Really? It's just. It's, yeah, it's killing our creativity, and I, I believe a lot of that, and especially these young guys. And Zach has been a gregarious social media consumer, and he likes interacting with the fans. Right. But and and what perfect, you know, Al is Al is the exact guy to point this out to. Yeah, tell me, uh, t- take me to what Al said. So I don't do social well, media. I don't do Facebook. Well, you know, you're missing out on a lot of distraction time. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you're so laser focused. Well, what did Al say about great. it? Well, you, you can see the the full quote from Zach on my Facebook post. I used it <laughs> to talk to to distract myself. Um, but he he just said Al pointed this out to me, and I know that there's been a lot of studies coming out condemning uh, our 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 distraction our distracted country and all mm-hmm. the facebook and twitter 
and you don't really need all that news. What are you going to do with all that news? It's so much better to shut your TV off. So instead of watching news this summer, I've been watching a lot of these gurus come on YouTube, uh, power of positive thinking, spiritual uh, thinking, all, all kind of good uh, all kind of good stuff for the soul, you know. And it was great to see that Zach was doing the same thing, and he, he went into depth about, you know, we have so much time in the day, even after practice, with all the, the COVID restrictions and how we're quarantined, uh, even as football players, after workout, after the practice, after the film shut off, we still have a lot of time. And so I started reading, and, and I grew that way. Hmm. So I don't know if uh, that was part of him winning the starting job. but If indeed that is the case. Right. He did a lot hmm. of things right this offseason, and I'm glad – I, I, I'm just going to assume this report is right for purposes of our conversation, but uh, I, I like to see that. I like to see um, the He's, social media tone you know, down a little. Go back to radio. Go back to Tungeon Wolf. <laughs> you know, the, the thing I've always enjoyed about Zach is he's he's absolutely – I don't know how to put it, um, straightforward. He's a He's great very, guy. Yeah, I, I really appreciate the conversations I've had with him. He has, you know, referenced the fact that he's had, you know, inner turmoil and battles from time to time. And uh, it, it's right now he just seems to be in a really good place. Right, right. Like uh, this has been the place for him to grow and prosper. I hope it continues. That's what, I, you know. Is it possible? And this is just conjecture because neither of us know about this report. Is it possible that Chooks would be a better left tackle and therefore would be a better swing tackle and possibly being groomed for next year since Al's contract is up? Is that a possible That's thought? an interesting thought. That, that's an interesting you know. perspective, uh, uh, Jimmy. Uh, you know, what? we don't know. Uh, he does have the feet yeah. for it. There's yeah. no doubt that he's got the athleticism for it. Um, we don't know what Al, what's playing on his mind. Yeah. Again, you go back to Dave DeCastro's comments early on that this could be, you know, um, his last year. Uh, is that just a matter of saying because his contract is up? I don't know. But I do know this. Right. They had to find out about Chooks and Zach. They had to move Matt. And the fact that uh, Chooks has played – a little left tackle when in the place of Al, I would think does lead some credence to what you're thinking. And, you know, as far as the right guard situation, uh, Stefan Wisniewski has played in the most recent game that <laughs> right. the NFL has played. <laughs> yes, exactly. The Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you have him, so, though, because you know this guy can plug and play right. the day before a game if you need him. He, 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 he can step right in Jimmy, for the day of a game. Jimmy, did you find out what uh, is ailing David DeCastro? I have not. No. It's I, so I, I it's, saw somebody. It's so hush-hush. Well, lower body. And I, I don't know that it's more hush-hush than normal because of the circumstances. I, you know, I, I think any injury – would be as hush hush as, as they would like all injuries to be. Mm-hmm. So and and David's the guy. You know, David. He, I have his number. I've called him. He he returns calls quickly. I'm not going to call him and ask him what his injury is. No. I, yeah. <laughs> if they that wanted us to know it, they would let us know it. You know what I mean? 
Well, uh, a lot of times the players don't care as much as the coaches do. Yeah. But um, well, see, uh, I, in know, our day, is, it was a little different, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> because if you knew a guy had a bad ankle, you were aware of it. A defensive lineman down in the trenches because you would take advantage of it. That's a different era, a different time frame. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, Vontez Burfecht wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Well, no. he was he was a time traveler. <laughs> he was in the wrong <laughs> the wrong decade. That's all. So we are lucky because when we play Denver, Von Miller's not going to play. And yeah, uh, he's hurt. Yeah, yeah. And uh, who else uh, is hurt? Chubb, uh, Bradley oh. Chubb is not going to play. Yeah. So our okay. our, offens- our offensive tackles are going to have a great game. My my guess about Dave is it's not serious because he's at the practice. He's on the sideline. He it, it wasn't like he. People, I saw a report that DeCastro hurt during a pretend game. Right. Because but but he came and was hurt. So I, I think it was an injury that I'm guessing that he aggravated in that scrimmage. Hmm. So okay. it's probably something that he's he's close to coming back to. And just aggravated it and needs a little more time. That's true. Well, I could see That's that. That's the hope. Yeah, yeah. exactly hope. so. Because this is a Monday night game, so you have the extra day off of Monday, you know, because of the Monday night game. And so they're they're having him probably rest as much as possible in the hopes of regenerating as completely as possible. But we shall see. You know, and David's one of those guys well, that, you know, he can he can go into the game and play. I mean, he's he's that good. It's kind of like well, Bubba Brown. Soaking with Snooski. Right. No doubt. I, you know, Jerry, Jerry Dulac reported that Dave is out for the game. And Jerry's really good with the medical information. Wow. And uh, I, I'm thinking that that's a good move. I, you know, I, let's get the season off on the right foot, no pun intended. You know, <laughs> let this guy make sure he's healthy. Because they do have, they have the Super Bowl champion right guard. Right. Yeah. Was, was Snooski at right guard for Kansas City? I, or was he left guard? I can't remember, to tell you the he truth. He played left okay. guard in was the Super Bowl. Was he left guard? Bowl. Okay. Yeah. But either way, okay. you know, I mean, he's he's completely balanced at playing left guard, right guard, or center. So I have no worries about that. I find it interesting that, that Jerry reported that. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, last night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. it'll Put on be, your social media, Wolf. Yeah, I'm trying to take a break. You told me take a break. I'm trying to take a break. And now, now you're telling me I'm missing out because I took a break. <laughs> Well, it's going to be interesting because as we go into this whole game and this whole first time of, you know, tomorrow night we'll, we'll see how it kind of plays out with the noise and everything else. But um, I, I don't know. It's, it's going to be very interesting. Nobody has ever faced anything like this in the NFL in previous years. Yeah. 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 I, I, I'm against piped-in crowd noise. Right. I, I am the too. The baseball yeah. so stupid. Yeah. Just play. Just play. Let the guys yell at each other. Let yeah. the coaches yell. If they got to keep their voices I, I down, mean, if you got to whisper in the so huddle, so be it. It's insulting to us. Yeah. It's so insulting to us that they think we need that. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm not for it. I'm. I got to tell you, I'm not for that at all. Uh, you know, I'm. I'm against it. <laughs> I'm against it. <laughs> You're either for it or against it. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'm. I'm interested in seeing now that Jerry reported that because. If they go with, with stuff, you know, it just there's a little twist there that makes it kind of like go, hmm, because you want to see, you know, what happens. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, David, 
I, I just didn't anticipate that. I thought he'd be ready to go. Right. I thought he'd be ready to go, yeah. too. So Well, he might be, but I tell you, down through the years, Jerry's been pretty good on yeah, the Yeah, he is. No yeah. doubt about it. So we got report. We got two surprising reports. One, that Dave DeCastro's out. Two, that Zach Banner's starting. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> hey, Joey, Joey Bag of Donuts called me for a podcast <laughs> yesterday morning. Joey Bag and- of Donuts. And I said, Joey, I'd love to do your podcast. What's up? He goes, well, what do you think of Cam Hayward signing his contract? And this is the first I hear of it, right? Uh I said, oh, what a great move. You know, they've been looking to do this. And, you know, I'm scrambling on the side here looking what what kind of numbers, what's going on. Wait a minute. Is this the the Buffalo? Is this the Buffalo guy? Joey Bag of Donuts doesn't know more about the team than I do. <laughs> now, is that the Buffalo Joey Bag of Donuts? Because Tunch and I got in an argument. No, Green Bay, the, the Green Bay guy, the it Green Bay center. It couldn't be the Green Bay guy. The Green Bay center was Joey Bag of Donuts. Right, but there's a Joey Bag of Donuts on the radio back in the 70s in Buffalo. No, there is a Pittsburgh Joey Bag of Donuts, and uh, he runs a nice podcast, and he had a great guest on yesterday who who knew absolutely nothing. <laughs> so, so Wolf is Joey Bag of Donuts. I am. I Unfortunately, I crested 300 today. Doggone it. I've been holding the line at 299.5. Had a little extra granola last night, Wex. I weighed in at 301. Yeah. Ouch. Wolf, Wolf. I got to get back. In, I got to get back into some serious training here. Back on social media. <laughs> That's it. That doesn't lose weight. All right. <laughs> uh, thank, thanks, Jimmy. We're going to roll on, brother. Yeah, uh, and Jimmy Wexel's uh, book on Troy Palomalo is getting out on uh, Thanksgiving. So is that, that right? Do- we got that, Wex? Right. Uh, yes, hopefully before a week or two before that even. Yeah. Okay, All beautiful. Right. All right, thank you, buddy. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Take care. All All right, right, take care. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back with more stuff. You know, um, schematically, you watch you watch Dallas tape because, you know, Coach Jason Garrett is the, is the leader of the group from a schematic standpoint, but also their offensive line coach comes from Dallas uh, as well, and their shared experience probably really provides some speculative insight for us to be prepared for. And if you're watching people, if you want to, you know, watch Saquon work, which I would think is appropriate for a guy like Devin Bush, then you watch Giant tape as well. And, um, but that's not earth-shattering or groundbreaking in any way. That's what you do in week one uh, when, you, when you face uh, some of the challenges that week one provides us. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, Jason Garrett... The head coach of the Dallas Cowboys is now the offensive coordinator of the New York Giants. 
and uh, and uh, Mark uh, Colombo is the offensive line coach, and he was uh, uh, at Dallas uh, with Jason Garrett. Uh, and, uh, you know, that uh, it's interesting because you watch – you got to watch uh, uh, Dallas film, but you also have to watch uh, New England film because – Not to uh, mention Giant film if you happen to be Devin Bush, you yeah, know, as he pointed out. Yeah, uh, because, uh, you know – Joe Judge is going to, uh, you know, he's going to take what he learned in in New England and, you know, expand upon it. Absolutely. And he, and Jason Garrett's going to take what he learned uh, in uh, Dallas and he's going to expand upon it. And uh, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Uh, you know, we don't know what's going to happen because uh, we didn't see any preseason. And that's that that's really tough. Uh, that's a really, really well, it's challenge. It's going to be very hard. Again, the validation aspect of who, you know, um, who shows up, who's not. Yeah. I mean, you be able, you, you're able to chart that over four games or five that it would have been this preseason. But the fact of the matter is you've got some elements that are going to be working here, and you've got a variety from, uh, you know, historically different paths that you're going to draw from. Right. And, and yet here are the Steelers. Um, I'm sorry, but there's going to be a September surprise. Right. I mean, uh, there's no doubt in my mind. You know, Matt Canada was not brought on to just, you know, coach the, the quarterbacks. He had some obvious – Pretty, cool, I think, pretty cool ideas about pre-snap motion. Right. Um, conceptually moving people around that creates more shiny things. Yeah. That gets the Window defensive dressing. guys. Yeah, you get those guys looking and you know over here, and it's like Levon was talking yesterday. You know, if, they, if you see it, call it. Yeah. You know, well, let's find out if they got the personnel to communicate and to call it out. And so it's going to be interesting to see whatever it is that. Uh, Randy Feetner and Matt Canada stir up here so, that Ben's going to take into the Monday night game. Yeah, so uh, motion we call eye candy. Uh, yeah, and but it's it's zipper motion, that right. back and forth. Yeah, you know the jet motion. Uh, there's there's conceptually the ability to use two or three tight ends on one side, right? Bring guys over and and overload a side. I mean. The, the the variety of things that could possibly happen, you know, a lot of people think, well, the Steelers, they're at a disadvantage because they don't know what the Giants are going to do. The Giants don't know what the Steelers are going to do. Right, right. You know, I mean, that's defensively, yeah, you're going to know understand that. But offensively, there's, there's going to be some, uh, you know, hesitation on their part, I would think. So the tight end group is Eric Ebron, Vance McDonald, and Zach Gentry. That looks like a good group. I like it. Uh, Eric Ebron and Vance McDonald is thunder and lightning. Uh, you know, they can all block. And Zach Gentry's six eight. Right, yeah, right. And he, he's a, a tall glass of water. You know, he got, got a, better yeah. over the course of camp as he took on those blocking drills, right. uh, the hook drills. Right. Um, I hope it's like Jesse James that he grows into right. it. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a young guy if you get – Hardening up the body, getting stronger, right. would help him so much. And the six eight is like they say, you can't coach that. Yeah, you know, six eight is six, six eight. Six eight, you can't coach six eight. Yeah, and he's got a huge can't cover catch. it too. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go to Juan uh, in South Carolina. Juan, welcome to the locker room, brother. Hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Fabulous. How you doing, bro? How you doing, bro? 
I'm doing great. Hey, Wolf, it's way and Wednesday. Did you do it? Yeah, we, um, 301. 301. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we had a little setback yesterday, you know. But that's okay. We'll forge forward. We got to get her done. Okay, well, at least it's not that bad. I I, I can keep the 301, so it's not that bad. No, it's only 301. Come on. Yeah. We only went up a pound and a half. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's not 320. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's not 320 or 330, so I, I can keep the 301. You, you're good on my books, Wolf. <laughs> as long as we say it's not 320 or 330 with the added word yet. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a problem. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to my guys, um, CR and Robbie, love those guys. Hey, so did y'all guys start announcing Ryan CJ retired this morning? Right. Yes, yeah. we saw that he officially, you know, retired. Yeah. And uh, you know, announced that he's he's gonna step away from the game for a little while. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, Ryan Chazier has been such an encouragement to Devin Bush and to uh, Vince Williams. And uh, uh, the whole team, yeah, to, the whole team, and he, you know, he, you know, as he bounced back from the injury to coaching and encouraging, uh, you know, he, that that that's a great guy. Yeah, I agree. So I'm, I'm hoping one day uh, he can come coach one day with us. That'll be a good good thing for us. So and also, um, so hey, Wolf, I yes. told you to pick that guy, James, um, James Pierre. That, that would have been your camp phenom. I told you to. Pick yeah, him, no, Wolf. I actually did pick him. Yeah, yeah, but we didn't. We we haven't we, had. We didn't. We didn't really, really get into discussions. Yeah. But if there was a camp phenom um, winner, it would be me. Yeah, Ed, but we didn't really get uh, you know, into. You know, I I wanted uh, James Pierre too, but you just said I, uh, I, uh, the week before yeah. I was I was well, talking. Well, we talked about Pierre. no. I talked. I said him before you did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there no. you go. Yes. <laughs> you see, we can't we can't agree about anything. So officially, it's off. Yeah. This whole year's been a little bit goofy. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Yeah, and also, uh, so uh, what's going on with Dave DeCastle, man? Like, what's going on with that situation there? Boy, that's something we'd we, like to we know. We don't know. Uh, we you don't know. know. Jerry Dulek, according to him, uh, he's out for Monday. So yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know if this is a, a recurring problem or or what have you. I, mean, I don't know whether it's toe, it's foot, it's ankle, knee. Who knows? Yeah. You know, that's all we know is lower oh. body. But I hope it's nothing serious because I hope it won't be nothing serious because right. we need that big guy. No doubt about it. I, I can take the, I, I can take the um, replacement we got the guy from Kansas City because guy's a two two time champ. So we'll see what he can do for yeah. Monday night. Don't worry, he's gonna deliver. Yeah, Stefan uh, is gonna deliver. Yeah, Stefan Wiz is. Uh, you know, he went. Uh, uh, he said he went to Central Catholic and he won a state championship. He went to uh, Penn State and he was successful. He went to. Uh, he you know he was drafted by the Raiders, went to the Jacksonville Jags, then Philadelphia and won a Super Bowl, and then uh, uh, went with Kansas City and won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, we should be good. We should be we good with that guy. So. I'm ready for I'm ready for Monday night. Can't wait. Absolutely. What what are you gonna have on the uh, snack table? 
I'm going to have some chicken wings. What do you think about that, Wolf? You know, I'm liking that. I was thinking to myself, uh, you know, if I was going to be home, I, I might break out some wings. But, um, you know, being on, we we're, we got to do the game. Well, hey, hey, since nobody's going to be on the, at, at the field with you guys, you need to tell them to bring the food. <laughs> Maybe I'll yeah, bring them in. There you go. Just bring some food. wings in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank y'all. Appreciate it. Love you guys. All right, man. Love you too. Take care, boy. Yeah, take take care. (laughs) Chicken wings. Chicken wings, baby. Let's go. Blue cheese. Chicken wings is fattening, and blue cheese is fattening. (laughs) No, it's not. It's protein. No, it's no carbs in blue cheese, and blue cheese is carbs. No, it's very little. Yeah. Yeah, You wish. (laughs) You wish. Uh, uh, You know. It's like my little girl said, you know, my my two little daughters. Daddy, you shaved your beard. Yeah, yeah, you know, little grooming axes and everything, you know, you have that little, trim it a little too much. And my one little girl says, Daddy, your face is really wide. (laughs) But she didn't say fat. No, it's just wide. That was good. Was that Hannah or Esther? Oh, that was was actually both of them (laughs) remarking that. Daddy, oh, your face is so yeah, wide. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, I, I'm not going to say. <laughs> it's okay. I'm not going to comment on that. All right, we got to take a break, and we'll be back to close out the show. He's Wolf, I'm Tunch, and you are in the locker room, and it's game week. Yay! relative to that but oftentimes that's dictated by a total number of snaps meaning if we're if we're getting off the field effectively on defense then fatigue sets in differently than if you're not and so um, we're prepared to do it where necessary but we also understand there's certain in-game things that are going to dictate whether or not it is necessary you're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, sweet emotion is the emotion that you run out for the first game, and it is uh, intense, and you are uh, cranking, and uh, you're ready for the football game. But this year... It's going to be kind of a challenge. Well, I got to think in my mind, in the back of my mind as a player, because you and I, we always go back to what was our thought processes right. going uh, forward 
before a game, you know, and especially uh, the very first game. And it was always exciting. It's unfolding. It's a new journey. But here's the key. Um, that usually you get that first sort of uh, – you get the jitters done in your first couple of preseason games. Right. You're going to have jitters. You always do. Sam Davis told me uh, – and when I, as a rookie, I asked Sam, I said, you know, going into your 13th year here, um, Sam, do you, do you still get nervous before a game? He goes, yeah. He goes, if you don't get nervous before a game, even a preseason game – um, it's time to retire. Yeah, you don't you know? care. Yeah, you, you get those, you get those, those uh, nerves. But you use them in a good way. You learn how to use that energy right. going forward in a way that is positive. Yeah. Now, part of the problem is you always have that question: Is my conditioning ready for sixty minutes? Sixty minutes. And yes. we answered that in our fourth preseason game because we would play three, three right. and a half. So we knew that th- there wasn't a question. You know. Now the good thing is it's a night game. Right. So you're not going to bake and be debilitated by heat and humidity and all that yeah. stuff. But at the same time, if, as Mike said, you know, it's different if you're getting off the field on third down the way he's talking about, or you're you're vulnerable to 10, 12, 14 play drives, yeah. that does more to take it the starch out of you. Yeah, and, and you know, one, one of the things uh, that uh, uh, you questioned, I, you know, I've I would be really nervous right now. Sure. Uh because you didn't You want to know for sure. You you don't get that much work in practice. You don't get preseason games and uh you don't get taxed. And so what can I play 60 minutes? Well, that's it. Yeah. You know, and that question is lingering. Now, a lot of the veterans are like, "Okay, I got it." Um They'll be a little more settled, I'm sure. But at the same time, you know, that first first time when you get out there and you're, say you're on an 8, 10, 12 play drive, uh, at that point, you know, you might be sitting there going, uh-oh, you know, I'm feeling, you know, I can feel the effects. Or you come out for the second half. I mean, remember one of the things we wanted to do was you play that first half, then you shut it down for 12 minutes, and then yeah. you come back out for the second half. And that takes, uh, you know, it takes some reloading. Yeah. You have to, in your mind, be able to handle that. And I know some people take it for granted. Yeah. But you don't take anything for granted in a professional game. Right, right. And, you you know, you stiffen up and, uh, when you go into the <laughs> yeah. halftime. Uh, but, you know, when, when, when we played, we were, you know, we were ready for the game. Right. Uh, we were ready uh, because a we hard played. Camp. Yeah, and, and we had a hard games. camp. And we play preseason, and uh, you play one quarter as a starter. You play one quarter the first game. You play two quarters uh, uh, the second game and the third game. And then you play three and a half quarters or three quarters uh, the fourth preseason game. And uh, and that's where you went. And right. I remember one year when Mike Webster played the whole game. Yeah. Because all the centers were, the backup centers were hurt. Yeah. Uh, he played, well, almost all. I, I think he played uh, three and a half quarters. Right. And then they put some other young guy in there for a little bit at the very end because. Emil. Was it Emil? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and that would be Emil Boris, who was a teammate of ours and a great player. Uh, unfortunately, he got a knee injury uh, at one point, but uh, we love him. He was such a good bud. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I miss him. I, uh, you know what, we, maybe we'll have to uh, give him a call maybe yeah, sometime here yeah. and uh, get, a, get in a little conversation with him. He's such a great guy. Yeah. But he was a great player at Pitt, and uh, he was an excellent uh, player here at, in Pittsburgh, and he was center capable. Yeah. He was, he was guard capable, you know, so he had a lot of benefits. And there. he played tackle. 
Did he play tackle? He played. Uh, he played a little tackle. I didn't remember that. Yeah. Well, uh, he was multi-purpose. Yeah. As we used to be back in the day. Um, I. You know what? This is. This is going to be exciting. I look at. I wonder if Zach Banner is going to be the guy. Yeah. You know, one of the two guys. Chooks has got what three starts to his credit, I believe. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's hit. Yeah, three or four starts somewhere in there. Um, but for Zach, I don't know that he's got any professional starts in his career, right. you know, other than if the, they came out in a power formation as a tight end. Yeah. Um, other than that though, uh, th- this would be big news. And I would think for Zach, it's gotta be very, very exciting. Yeah. What do you think about, uh, Wex was talking about the fact that maybe Chooks backing up at the left tackle and maybe Chooks could be the uh, swing guy. Yeah. The swing guy. And maybe for next year. Yeah, I, I, he's got to be the swing tackle. Yeah, but uh, I, I I don't know. Uh, you know, I haven't watched it as closely as we have done in past years. Right. No, I'm just talking about if Al did indeed decide to move on or something. I don't yeah. know. He does look like he's capable. They've talked about the fact yeah. that you know Chooks has the feet. He's got the athleticism. Um, because you know you were a great soccer player too. I mean, coming from Turkey, <laughs> you know. Uh, but Chooks is very athletic, and I just wonder if um, you know that's a possibility. They're going to make him swing this year, and uh, you know maybe next year we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Because at the same time, if Al has a great year, you want to re-sign Al, right? Right. You know, so and and he, you know, he is looking like he is. He uh, sure came into camp looking ready. Right. I mean, he looked like a human Humvee, uh, you know, with feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead Zooks, man. Yeah, the guy yeah, was yeah. powerful and strong. So the the offensive linemen were Zach Banner, David DeCastro, uh, Kevin Dotson, Matt Filer, J.C. Hessenhauer, Chooks. Uh, were you surprised J.C. got the uh, – Yeah. Yeah, made the 53. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. He's a nice guy, hardworking dude. Yeah. And he, you know, from Alabama. Right. And he. Great uh, barbecue down yeah, there. Yeah. He, um, one of the things that, uh, uh, because Pounce missed a lot of time, he got a lot of time. Uh, and he showed that he can play. It's just kind of funny that, um, I mean, you think about it, they're going to have 48 guys that they can dress. Yeah. All right. And so. One guy, I think you've got to have uh, one guy has got to be an offensive lineman, and JC. Then you got Steph, and uh, you know, I mean, it's just I'm trying to figure out what they're going to do here. Yeah, you know, because I I would imagine Dotson's not going to get a helmet uh, Monday night, right? I mean, because you got your starting five, and then if Hassenauer would be the uh, you know backup center, center, and you got Steph maybe is in the lineup, right? You know? Playing right guard if yeah. uh, David DeCastro is right. hurt. Still Boy, hurt. I didn't. I, I don't know. That just that it bugs me. I, I just wonder what's going on with David. You yeah. know, what I mean, because you would certainly, and it's it's not going to be a problem with Steph. Steph's, you know, but it's like, um, you know, if if you're Zach, you wouldn't mind that first start being with David, right? You know, just because he's multiple Pro Bowler, but the fact is, Steph will be just as fine. Yeah, you know, so. Regardless of of what goes on, I'm hoping um, when they come out here, I'm hoping that uh, you know Ben is able. We get the run game going. Um, yeah, that's something that's in my mind. We've got to have a run game. Change. Right, 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 right. You 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 want to come off the ball and uh, establish, uh, as Chuck would say, you impose your will on the will of the defense. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So now, do you think 
Is there the possibility that we might see uh, more play action this year under center? Well, if we if we run the ball effectively, we'll see more play action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would hope. I'm I still and I, I can't help it, but uh, you know when you go shotgun and you run play action from there, it's just too easy to read for the right. linebackers. I yeah. always thought that. You know, when you got play action, I love and I love play action as an offensive lineman. You yeah. come off and you can tee up on those guys, and they it takes them a couple, of, maybe even several seconds to determine if you're run blocking or if it's a play action pass. Yeah, you know, because you don't know if you come off and belt them hard enough right in the schnozola. Uh, you know, a lot of times they're, they're just they're playing with their run keys. Yeah, you know, one one of the things that, that I loved. Uh, was play action boot. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The misdirection going the other right, way. Right, right, right. Because uh, the the defensive end would read your head. Right. And he uh, and when and you, you couldn't be wrong. Right, right. Because if you ran hard to his outside shoulder, yeah. he's either going to follow you and you're going to take him, or the next man in line is going to have him. It was like it really is kind of like a, the old zone or the the zone read. Right. You know the outside zone. Yeah. You get on that path. Even though it's a lot flatter on the on the play action, the misdirection there, that would that was good because you you like I said you can't be wrong. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know one of, one of the things I I, I like the waggle, uh, and I like the uh, uh, the sprint protection. You sprint know, was always good. Yeah, yeah, because you have a guy on your inside and you're trying to hook uh, uh, the, the defensive end. And you're, you know, it's 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 fun. Well, and not only that, when you have a quarterback who excels in, right. in good ball handling skills, yeah, you know, where you can hide the ball, put it into the belly of a back, what have you, um, those sorts of things always uh, accentuate what you're showing them on the offensive right. line. And so you get a, that ability for that defensive line to fall right into it and be able to follow along. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm I'm hoping. I'm excited. The season starts. Uh, you know you're going to have some some choices to make. I know that uh, the the tendency when you know that you got corners that uh, are not real great in yeah. New York and you're Ben. I mean, you look at him and go, "Let me just throw. Let me yeah. throw this thing." I, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that he takes time to settle and uh, get the run game going. Right. Yeah. And uh, and not uh, jump to the passing game. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be it'd be uh, nice Smash to Mount see football. Yeah, nice buck fifty. Yeah. Uh, J- uh, James yeah. Conner doing something All like right. that. So we got Stan Severn, uh, the Godfather, next, and he's Wolf Amtunch, and you have been in the locker room. Thank you, Jacob. You've done a great job.